This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. I'm joined by my co-host Steve and two guests today. That's right, Sam. And we're in a mystery location, which we can't reveal. But uh, t- joining us are the 35th managers to the Luton Digital League. They are Luton Town season ticket holders, Matthew and Ben. Hello, happy Hello. to be here. Emails and tweets. Yes, just the one uh, tweet message this week from Mr. Mark Burrows. Very pleased with all his mentionings in last week's show. And of course, um, spoiler alert, he retains his lead for a second week, the top of the leaderboard. But uh, any messages do get in touch with Luton Digital. Reflections. I have some stats and things about the previous game week. The highest point scorers were Alonso on 14, Grealish with 13, Yama with 12, the average score across all the players was 37 and the most captain player last week was Aguero who got zero points after not playing a single minute. And interesting there Sam, we pick up, uh, is it time maybe to bring in Alonso? I don't think it is. Yamat, a lot of people tipping because Watford have some easy fixtures, but unfortunately they cannot put the ball in the goal, which is why they're currently 20th in the table. Manager of the Week. Right, let's have a look at the Manager of the Week for Game Week 9, and this was the lowest scoring Game Week of the season so far. Some really poor scores. Um, 49 points has actually won the Game Week. Extraordinary times. We live in uh, Tiago. He continues his remarkable resurgence uh, with some great selections. Up another three places to 16th with 45 points. David Todd also in the third with 45. Al Boli, a name we haven't mentioned for a while, doing great things down at all four. He's got 48 points, but um, a name for the first time this season who has won the game week. He did win a season. Uh, a game week last season Philip Dupuy 49 points Sam I believe you've got his, his team in front of you there how did he manage this remarkable haul of points well mainly because he had David Silva who got 11 points and he had Lundstram as well as Kepper and Robertson but he captained Abraham who got a big two points and he had Otamendi and Cresswell on the bench, who both did not play. League table. And a look now after nine game weeks at the league table. And Sam, I know you want to raise this in talking points, but we are looking at the most competitive league this season. Obviously, we've got uh, this Luton Town new team to come in, which is going to completely change the dynamic. How to do it? But we have. 15 managers within 50 points of the league. It's never been as close as this. Let's talk through the um, top five. And for the first time this season, Ian Reese is out of the top five. A remarkable six transfers last week from Ian Reese. 
uh, giving him a net game week score of 16, which is the lowest in recorded Luton Digital history. Sam, you are on 480, just 27 off the lead. Poor game week, though. Evan Weeks, with a team value of 99.9 and 3.4 in the bank, has 482, and he still has his wild card. Don't forget, he's our Australian friend who tends to play his wild card when the pub's shut on New Year's Eve. Last possible moment. Alex Perry, 501. Tom Winehouse, yet to make a transfer, yet to make a substitution. Unbelievable performance. He's just one off the lead with 506. And Mark Burrows, he only leads by one. He's very, very confident, the Gillingham slash Coventry fan. But 507, I sense he may be overtaking such a competitive league. Don't rule out a whole clutch of managers in the 460s there within 40. Graham Matthews, Darren Greaves, and of course, my own team. Mistake of the week. Never mind the mistake of the week. Last night, we had the stake of the century. A lovely piece of Chateau Briand and its own stone to cook it on. And... Uh, very much enjoyed by all the guests around the table today. But let's go now to find out about the manager who wasn't Ian Rees with his six transfers, who really should have done better. Who is it, Sam? This week it is Alina who managed to captain Aguero and vice-captain Salah, and both of them did not play a single minute. Talking Points Lots of talking points to get through, Sam, and I think you want to start with a question about Villa, Aston Villa. Yeah, so Villa have 11 goals in the last four games, but they do play City and Liverpool next, but there are good options like Wesley, 6.1, or Grealish, who's 5.9, or McGinn, also 5.9, yeah. So of those, um, Ben and Matthew, come come in here and uh, give us your view on Villa Grealish McGinn. Where do you stand? Well, I think I think any of them could be a good option. It's quite hard to tell who's going to score though. So if you bring someone in, that most likely the other the other one will do. Yeah. Grealish now playing in an advanced left role, and I know Ben, you've my, been my studying. Feeling, yeah. My feeling would be Grealish just because yeah. they, people keep going on about how well he's playing at the moment, and I think he's going to give you something, either an assist or an, or a goal. I know you you're not a big fan of his hair, though, are you? <laughs> well, I don't, know. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know much about his hair, but <laughs> but I uh, I. Yeah, it's a little it's a bit slick back, isn't it? So. He's a bit slick, a bit shaved, and uh, I think we're just jealous, aren't we? Let's go on to talking point number two, Sam. So, um, Sheffield United have the second, or the, the joint best defensive record in the league, with seven goals conceded, tied with Liverpool, and none of their defenders are over five million. And they are attacking defenders as well, like O'Connell. I don't know if you remember in game week one, we were looking at O'Connell, and he got 11 points last game week. Lundstrom is a must pick. It's 33% of managers now have him, and he's gone from 4.0 to 
Six. Certainly seems to be a sensible move of Sheffield United defender. They seem to be. Because Lundstrom's not even playing in defence. That's the. Uh, yeah, they. That's the thing. They oh, right. put him in the wrong position since he's actually playing in midfield, but he is down as a defender. But they have a funny system anyway, don't they? Where they're defenders overlapping anyway. centre backs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, it's a remarkable success for a British manager, Chris Wilder. Of course, we remember watching him Northampton at uh, when he was Northampton, Northampton and. We Arguably the greatest ever cricket goal seen yeah. at Kenilworth Road. I remember Steve in particular was very impressed with that one. He was uh, he didn't stop telling, talking about it for a few weeks. It wasn't just the usual free kick where you bang it straight in the net or shoot it into the wall. This was four people. Yeah, a set piece. And set piece, move. and no, none of the losing defenders moved. That's was the yeah. It was it was impressive looking back because they basically played it through our. Through into our penalty around our players and into the goal basically available in YouTube on YouTube Sam any more talking points just to say Lundstram is the highest points scorer from, for a defender in the game at the moment with 45 are there any more talking points no no <laughs> we'll move on game week preview ok it's time for the game week preview Sam um, I noticed your performance in the prediction league has started to drop off um, after that amazing week, but uh, we'll, we'll go around the table and see how people view the first game, which is tonight uh, at the time of recording. Southampton Leicester. Southampton Leicester. Your score: two one to Leicester for me. I'll go. I'll go the same. Two one Leicester. I'll go two nil Leicester. I don't see Southampton scoring any against Leicester. City Villa is the 12.30 kickoff on the Saturday the 26th. 2-0 City win for me. I go 3-1 City. I'll go the same 3-1 City. And then it's down to the South Coast for Brighton, Everton, a 3pm kickoff. Everton not doing well recently, but they did win the last game, but I think they will lose again here 2-1. I'll go for a 1-1 draw. And I think it will end goalless. Goalless. Watford, bottom of the table, against Bournemouth. 2-0 Bournemouth for me. I will, I will agree with you, Sam. 2-0 Bournemouth. <laughs> I'll go 1-0 Bournemouth. West Ham, Sheffield United, the last three o'clock game. 1-1 one, one for me. I might go for a 1-0 one, one to West Ham in this one. I fancy a away team, 1-0 Sheffield United. And the 5.30 game is Burnley-Chelsea. 1-1 draw here. Oh, I think I'll go 2-1 Chelsea. I'll go 2-0 Chelsea. And then on to four games on Sunday, starting with Newcastle-Wolves at 2pm. Wolves to win this, 1-0. I think I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw in this one. So I'll go for the same score. And then at... uh, 4.30 is Arsenal-Palace. Arsenal much better at home than they are away, so 2-1 to Arsenal. I'll go 3-1 Arsenal. Go 2-0 Arsenal. The big game of the weekend is Liverpool-Spurs at 4.30. I think Spurs will crumble here, 4-0 Liverpool. Well, I don't think they'll crumble, I think they're improving slightly, but I think they will lose. I think it'll be 2-1 Liverpool. I think, I don't think, I don't see Spurs scoring, so I'm going to go 2-0. And Norwich United. 2-0 Norwich for me and Solskjaer to be sacked. 
days afterwards. Well, that's a big call, Sam. That's a big, that's call, a big call indeed. That's a, I think I'll go for a uh, go for one one draw again. Yeah, I don't see United getting much out of it at the moment. So yeah, I'm going one one as well. Big one, Matthew. I would say Aubameyang will score. This week's always a safe bet to say one of Aubameyang, Sterling, De Bruyne or Salah and going for Aubameyang. Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction. And Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction will come at Carrow Road where I take Norwich to beat United. If they can beat City and Carrow Road, they can beat United. Although, you know, they've been in bad form. But this will be the return to prominence of Mr Pookie and Mr Cantwell. My team, your team. Sam, talk us through the changes you've made. There are no changes this week, which, which which is kind of odd since I only got 30 points last week, but don't see an obvious move. Sticking to your gun, Sam. Yes. And um, I think this could be history, Sam, because uh, there are no changes at um, the specials because you cannot improve on perfection. I have got a selection dilemma because this, these five defenders, the five defenders they all wanted, Rico, Van Dijk, Lundstrom, Tamori and Dunk. Which ones do you play this game weekend? At the moment, because of their attacking potential, Dunk and Tamori miss out, even though Dunk is at home. And I'll be playing Rico, Van Dijk and Lundstrom. The rest of the side pretty much picks itself. I did want to put Campwell in, but at the moment, because Mount has performed away from home, better in recent weeks than Campwell has done at home. I've got Mason Mount instead of Campwell, who's the first man on the bench. Sam, who are you uh, banding this week? For the fourth week in a row, I'm going for a City player, and it is De Bruyne. You're De Bruyne, I'm on Sterling. The fourth official's indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Three minutes time allowed. So almost time to round off. But um, Sam, a quick mention about uh, the big result of the week, which was in our (coughs) father-son league, Callis Pater Talis Filius, where for the first time this season, I believe you tasted defeat. Yes, I lost this week in the head-to-head league too. And quite a big loss as well by 37 points to 30. So let's hope that continues. So, uh, Ben and Matthew, thanks for joining us today uh, in this uh, podcast. Um, I understand that you're going right now into a locked room to decide on the 15 men that will make up the Hattie, Hattie, Happy Hatters. The Happy Hatters. Indeed. Any yeah. thoughts uh, as to who you're going to base this well, team I think around? We should be asking you for any uh, recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> I think the one thing we can guarantee there won't be any Watford players. No, there won't be any Watford no players. No Watford players. 100% Excellent. sure of 100% that. 100% sure of the lack of Watford players. Sam, any closing thoughts for our managers and perhaps? Mr Ian Rees who's slipped from first to sixth wouldn't surprise me if Sterling might be benched this weekend that's a good prediction Sam Sterling bench that is a big call thanks everyone for joining us to speak to you next week goodbye that was Luton Digital tune in again next game week and good luck managers hope you get a shed load of points